Hey everyone, this is Heaving Bosoms, the podcast where friends who love romance recap books and movies that have smooching and friendship in them. Okay, pals, we've known this was coming for a while, but it's finally official. The Supreme Court of the United States of America has overturned Roe versus Wade, and I want to scream until all the oxygen on Earth is gone. I know this show is an escape for a lot of listeners, and we will still get to that, I promise. But I want to take this time to encourage each of you to do one small thing today to protect reproductive freedom. Whether it's contacting someone at any level of government, just fucking screaming, planning or joining joining a protest, or donating to an abortion fund, every single one of us can do something to help U.S. citizens who have uteruses protect their health, their futures, and exercise control over their own bodies. I'm going to put a few links in the show notes, including a list of abortion funds that you can donate to today. These are organizations that have been connecting people with uteri to abortion access, paying for their travel, making sure that they have childcare, whatever they need to make sure that they can access an abortion. And a really, really wonderful piece by Jessica Pickney, the executive director of California's Access Reproductive Justice, about the work that's been done, particularly by BIPOC activists over the past few decades, to create the infrastructures we need that will safeguard access to abortion across the United States. I'm lucky. (laughs) I'm lucky. I live in a state that will not attack abortion. Um, Michael and I have decided not to have any more kids because I I experienced some really, really serious postpartum um, depression and anxiety in my postpartum season with Valor this last time. And I have decided that I cannot have any more kids simply because my mental health can't handle it. I am lucky because I have the resources. I live in a place where no one's going to try and stop me from terminating a pregnancy that will be dangerous for me. But not everyone has that luxury. So please do whatever you can today to help someone who needs it. Now, (laughs) time for some self-care. How about four chaotic friends talking about the best Pride and Prejudice adaptation that's ever been made? A Pride and Prejudice adaptation that centers queer people without focusing on trauma. A perfectly updated P&P movie created by an Asian comedian. How about that? Holly, Sarah, Nat, and I went in so hard on this movie that I actually have to split it into two episodes, but that guarantees two weeks of straight-up joy here on Heaving Bosoms. So, here we go. (laughs) 
I cannot believe I get to see all of your faces today. I'm so happy. I'm the happiest happy. I know. Because we've got Holly, Nat, and Sarah Whitney here. Oh, my God. And Fox. And my cat Fox. Fox Mulder is here. Oh, hello, Fox Mulder. (laughs) We have a dog of mine up here, too, but she'll probably keep her mouth shut. Sure. Sure, Holly. (laughs) Yeah, that's a promise I can't keep, but we'll see how it goes. (laughs) (laughs) And I think it's important to note Natalie is drinking out of her cheese pocket koozie. Yeah. Which is not a euphemism. Because that's friendship. I'm going to see how many consecutive podcast episodes I can record drinking out of this koozie. I'm very excited. I'm very excited to keep the tally, frankly. (laughs) I've got so much space now. I haven't designed my office yet. So there will be a little, you know, tick mark. She's with the koozie. (laughs) Scratched into the wall. Like a prison cell. (laughs) I was thinking a nice chalkboard, but your guys' idea sounds great too. No. I'm going to use my shank. (laughs) Um, Whatever you're into. God, what's my favorite? Why can't I think right now? Oh, the Count of Monte Cristo. It's like the Count of Monte Cristo. My only Monte Cristo (gasps) reference is the sandwich. Okay, that sandwich is an abomination, and I want five right now. Are you joking me? This podcast is over. Sorry, did you not hear me say I want five right now? It's deep fried with powdered sugar and jelly. Why? But I want it. My field of vision just went completely red, and I could not hear anything. I've never had a friendship end so quickly. (laughs) I'm fickle as hell, Sarah. (laughs) Okay, well, it sounds like later on we have to recap the Count of Monte Cristo with that hot man and also the guy who's not Val Kilmer. Um, and oh, yes. uh, <laughs> a few I other am, people. I know this is surprising to most. everyone in this call, but also listener. I have never uh, seen it. Uh, I, I've never seen read it. every version of The Count of Monte Cristo. I've seen it every year it was made. Jim Caviezel every... and maybe Guy Pierce. That's, that, that's it, Sarah. Okay. okay. Yeah, the hot man and the guy who's not Val Kilmer. I got you, Ben. I got you. Hot Jesus. Passion of the Christ Jesus. Yeah. Oh, wait. That was Passion of the Christ Jesus? Weirdly, that that People of New York episode or series that we were also talking about, they reference a live version of Passion of the Christ. So it's kind of weird. This is all coming full circle. Was it a puppet version? It had to be a puppet version of the Passion of the Christ. (laughs) Ventriloquist puppet. Shockingly not Punch and Judy. Would have been more impactful with the Punch and Judy. I don't know what's worse. Clovis didn't deserve this. No. He didn't ask to be part of this family. Yes. Yeah, it's non-consensual. Oh, my God. Okay, except I don't know whose idea this was because it just, like, fell into my lap. But you guys brought the best adaptation of Pride and Prejudice I think I've ever seen. Yeah. I think it's my favorite. idea. Here's the background of this. Both Holly and Sarah were like, Natalie, you need to watch Fire Island. And I was like, I'm not going to do that because it's Love Island in my brain. Therefore, I'm not Slash also, she just, you know, Natalie doesn't doesn't watch watch things people tell her to watch. Natalie watches what Natalie wants to watch. (laughs) This is true. I'll get there eventually. I'll get there eventually. Sarah had like a a year-long campaign to have me watch Starstruck. Was that what it was, Sarah? I, I didn't watch Ted Lasso until Sarah made me watch it at her house. And I sat there like this with my little cheekies wrist ripped in my in my palms, and I loved it so much. So like, I just I have to get there. I'm not an early adapter. You've got so here's how you do it: you befriend Natalie slowly. You meet her online because you listen to the same podcast. You find out that 
you people. live kind of close together. <laughs> yeah. uh, you extend an invitation. Hey, come hang out. And like a couple months later, it actually happens because, you know, pandemic, right. there's all kinds of stuff. Yeah. And oh, then yeah. she comes over and then you hide her keys yeah. and then you make her stay in your house for enough hours that you can shove TV content in her face. As mm-hmm. much as you need it's to. It's a very long game. It's a long game. It's a very long game. <laughs> it's it, worth it. It makes it, it sound like I'm map, very though. hard. It makes it sound like I'm hard to get, and it's extremely not true at all. <laughs> uh, like the easiest get ever. Um, but TV is another story. Like that's a hard get. Like it's that is hard to get. Yeah. This yeah. is easy to talk somebody into because it's an hour and 40 minutes long. So it's mm-hmm. like the perfect length for an evening. And the minute that you say it is a Pride and Prejudice adaptation with hot, hot hotties and so much chemistry between literally everyone, depending, uh, no matter if it's and, a platonic friendship yeah. or a romantic relationship, uh, the chemistry is insane. You're going to love it. And, and then just people are like, okay, fine. Representation and, off the charts. Love yes. stories and, and friendships Cho. and relationships. And Margaret Cho is here. A, a surprise Margaret show. <laughs> when she shouted, bitches, <laughs> yeah. I, I did somebody smell some bottom? Oh my Can God. I just say, career <laughs> brunch server, age unknown, is the description yeah. I want applied to me. I mean, yeah. here's the thing, though. I really saw myself in that moment, not in him, but with the guy that was saying, bottomless mimosas, motherfucker. I know. It's a shame. We should be ashamed of that. I not. We but, should embrace you know, that. I, mean, I was always really nice to the servers. Yeah. I identified the most with the lesbian who was really just on the, the, on the water, water taxi, taxi yeah. trying yeah. to get where she's she like, wanted we to go. go. We need to get to Cherry like, Hill. We'll get I there believe in romance, except if I'm trying to fucking get to Cherry Hill. Yeah. And then, are we are we going there now? Right. Don't the fuck inconvenience everyone? our weekend plans, people. I have people. a schedule. <laughs> there is an itinerary. Get your romance done. Let's go. I was silent during the grand gesture, but now it's time to fucking yeah, go to Cherry Hill. she let it happen. Okay? She was she there did. for the romance but then she needed to get back on schedule i have to say when i first watched this which was the day it was released on sarah's suggestion she was like hey we should watch this and i was like already on it girl don't even bug me about it again what's the opposite of me what's the opposite of me because that's how i'm being like who's starting this first who's going first sarah and i have like a separate chat of just the two of us that's just like always talking about tv and movies we love we have a passion for this but anyway so well we have a schedule in in, that's kind of similar in that we can both kind of watch things at the same time even though we're in different time zones that helps you're a night owl i wouldn't be able to do that if i were in your shoes but anyway i did not realize that it was let alone a pride and prejudice adaptation that it was going to be so like by beat beat by beat yeah and not only that but also like the aligning of the different characters is so well done because it makes it super easy to remember because they all share the first initial. Yes. They all are going sure. through the same stories together. And that was sure something that like, people picked up on day one. I know. Natalie's like, yeah, of course. <laughs> so it's just like, it's so easy to keep track of the Pride and Prejudice stuff. Yeah. And it was just so every, from the first moment of the like Paramount pictures or whatever. Oh, the Fox Searchlight logo <laughs> happening when they're all singing along. Girl, like we it. discussed it. <laughs> oh, <laughs> like, this did you so guys watch funny. till the end of the credits? No. 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 Oh, no. What happened? What happened? I knew I missed something. I knew it. It's not extra footage. Okay. I don't, do you want me to spoil I it? I do. Yeah. yeah. Tell me. Oh, my... Well, I think it's going to spoil it for listener. I don't care. Mm. Listener, beware. So they count down the end of the credits. How far into the decimal points do they have to get for it? Oh, 
no, they go, they do, like, it's, I think it's the same soundbite. That's oh. from <gasps> earlier, but they do it until the end of that's the credits. Am- that's but you shoot. do miss, I'm proud, I'm proud of you, of you girl, you said. Which a great line about a sunset. We love her. Oh my god. Just like so fantastic. So for my money, the fun of any Pride and Prejudice adaptation that is not going to be strictly set in the time period with the actual characters is how what is what is this filmmaker's unique interpretation how are yes. we going to modernize this how are we going to and in this case it wasn't just modernize it was yeah how are we going to make this play for this group of people in this time in this place and what i super loved and i'm going to be a media professor here for just a second oh you about, already please. are oh, let's hear it on me this was representation that wasn't just copy paste like a find replace correct we weren't just yeah. saying replace lizzie with Noah. And so mm-hmm. the the lines we would have given to a Lizzie character would go to Noah. This was unique to the gay experience, unique to the yes. Asian experience, unique to the uh, poor experience, unique yes. to the, I mean, just, and unique to the 2022 experience. All of it right. was yeah. really specific and informed. And full disclosure, I'm a straight white lady talking yeah, about this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. big, 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 you know, grain of salt with this. But um, yeah, it just, the, the, the thoughtfulness that, that they, like, what is going to be the thing that Wickham does? Like, what does Wickham do yeah. in 2022? Exactly. That's what I was waiting for. What's going to be the thing? And I thought they just, yeah. every beat they that nailed. That was a perfect, perfect, like, way to do it. Because it was faster than somebody running away for a long time. Yep. It was more impactful than just somebody being saved. Because there was, yeah. like, a real moment of, like, like we are together with this. We're doing yeah. this for each other. Yeah. And I just thought... Will, who Conrad Ricamora is also in uh, How to Get Away with How Murder. How to Get Away with Murder. And he is so good in that. But in this, I was like, holy shit, I'm in love. I know. Like, he wasn't the you first were... time. Oh. I really. Oh. I don't know. But maybe it's like, maybe he's too stiff. I don't know for me. I mean, and I did not get him. it like at all the first time. Really? But the second time I watched it, I was like, all right. You have to watch his eyes more. There's a mm-hmm. lot of good yeah. eye acting between him and Noah. Oh. I also never was able to sit down and just only do this. Oh, you yeah. Know what I mean? And so I probably missed a lot of those beats. You know, yeah. you probably did because there are a lot of quiet moments with him. I feel like this. There's a lot of nonverbal acting in this whole movie. Yeah. This is the Pride and Prejudice version that has almost, I think, the most nice early interactions with the Lizzie and Darcy character mm-hmm. because yeah. you have Will just like straight up laughing at something Noah says really early yeah. on when he's come to collect uh-huh. um, Howie and and there's just these little moments that he appreciates him and you see it a little bit earlier oh my god when he moves the water bottle from trash to recycling oh yeah yes. we just, that's the hand flex it's the yes. hand. you're totally right yes. it's like a, it's a And he's hot and shirtless. And he's, and he's, and he's I mean, really he's short still shorts. throwing away a full yeah, bottle like of two water. Solid like, so like, and that shit's expensive. Those Vox water <laughs> bottles are glass, yes. you guys. Yeah. <laughs> Stop expensive. it, everyone. No, but you're right, Sarah. Like, it, it did go beat by beat as far as Pride and Prejudice was concerned. But it was so situated in the yeah. culture that they're representing. You know? Yeah. Like, it was, it was, it's just fucking brilliant. Okay. So, you we, know what we didn't say, though? We didn't say the name of the movie or. <laughs> no, we did. We did. <laughs> oh, did we? Okay. Because yeah, 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 I thought like... it was Love Island. Yes. Oh, right. That's true. That's true. Okay. What a way to introduce it. <laughs> yeah. No, we're professionals. If yeah. you think that this was just straight people dating so on a reality show, and then you refused to watch it, but then you found out 
that it was actually gay men on a Pride and Prejudice, <laughs> then you were way more likely to watch it. That's, yeah. that's, that, this movie is for you. Yeah, this, yeah, this movie is for you. <laughs> okay. So we start off with Noah, who is the cutest man I've maybe ever seen in my whole life. He's waking mm-hmm. up and he's got, what does it say? She's an icon. She's a legend. She's a legend. Yeah. She's a legend. It's his ringtone. Oh, God, it's so notice. good. And then he does, he opens up with the Pride and Prejudice whole thing, except he's like, but a lot of guys aren't looking for a wife. Yeah. He goes, like, that yeah. sounds like some hetero nonsense. Oh. <laughs> no offense to my girl, Jane. That's yeah. right. He, oh. loves, he loves her so, he like very, yeah. And the fun thing about it is that Joel Kim Booster, who plays... Noah is also the writer of the screenplay and the executive producer. So yeah. he got to have like a, and also the star. So he got to have like, and also best friends with Bo and Ye. Also best like for goals. years. I made oh, Sarah read really? a profile of Joel yes. Kim Booster and he, Bo and Yang and him are like hanging out in the profile. Like yeah, they it's, are it's in truly Vulture best and it's a great it's a great <gasps> piece just looking at we'll link the it. actor no, at the wonder they're the film. so perfect. Mm-hmm. They mm-hmm. love each other and all, like part of the relationship that that Noah or that uh, Joel has created for Noah and Howie is because they sort of have gone through that same thing where they feel like they're where Joel felt like they were incredibly similar, but they've had these really different careers, but both of them are comedians. Joel is a stand-up, and then obviously Bowen was on SNL, so they've had yeah. these like sort of parallel pathways, and mm-hmm. they have like years of friendship, so it makes it even sweeter. Oh. <laughs> I love oh. friendship! I love friendship! <laughs> Same. Because you're right. Like the different the different chemistries with all of these people, like I feel like they had to know Margaret Cho before, right? Like no? No. Really? Not according to the profile about it. Wow. They they were like big fans of hers. Yeah. And I think they even offered her the role. Like she didn't have to audition for it. Yeah. But they did they weren't like intimate friends. Oh wow. But don't you kind of want to believe that if you met Margaret Cho, that would be the experience? She would be, yeah, oh, exactly. She would be like making dinner for you yeah. and yeah. like telling you that you're stronger than you appear. Oh. <laughs> and then you just you just do a face plant into the pool. Just <laughs> Yeah, just, yeah. Fantastic. And then I would clean her whole house. Yeah. (laughs) She, she is. We aren't even on the island yet. (laughs) No, because Joel kicks out. minutes recording. I know. I know. (laughs) Well, Joel kicks out this guy who's really hot and he's like, no, he has too much of a boyfriend energy and we're going to Fire Island and it's not time for the boyfriend energy guy. Especially because boyfriending is not Noah's thing. No, he's like from the beginning, not about monogamy. Like that is something that he's talking about from the get go. Can we agree that this is the Pride and Prejudice adaptation that fucks the hardest? Oh, Oh, hell yeah. I feel like there's no other adaptation. There's so many orgies. There's there's no other adaptation that uses the word hole as much as this one does. skin slapping sound. Your your cute little pink hole, everyone. Yes. It made me so happy. Jennifer L. could never. I was so glad that they didn't hold back from that because I feel like that would have really been doing a disservice to how, like, in the place this movie feels. Yeah. And this was interesting discourse. If you've seen Heartstopper on Netflix, has anybody watched Heartstopper? No, I haven't. Oh, yeah. I mean, like, Lady Love in the middle of an episode. It is on Netflix. It is about... Teenage uh, boys, right? A, a, yeah, a gay, a gay teenage boy in okay. England who okay. is out, and then he he starts crushing on a classmate who 
Oh, I don't want to spoil it. It is the most tender, joyful, lovely, supportive, good for your soul movie or show I've seen in ages. How many episodes are there? Like eight, half an hour. We can all finish recording this and go watch it. Um, Anyway. We all potentially could do that, If we stop talking off topic. (laughs) I'm just saying, if we all took recommendations. If I can can lure Natalie to my house Mm -hmm. and then like, (laughs) don't worry. Sarah, here's the new plan. The new plan is you sneakily text me and you say, Hey, hey, let's do this for Patreon. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. And then I must do because of work. That's right. It's workshop <laughs> obligated. Well, that's just a kind of. Anyway, my point with that is it is a lovely, beautiful show, but it is pretty chaste. I mean, it's a, it's a oh, high school yeah. show. I don't expect yeah, high schoolers to be fucking. That's I don't fine. really want them to bang. But this was in this front was of such... me. I don't need to see no. tiny pink. Yeah, no, no, no. I'm not asking for that at all. But this was such a nice, like, inverse. Yeah. You have, can... you have so many shades of stories, so many shades of love stories right now about different coming out and, and being queer and finding mm. love and relationships, whenever you define it, in all these different media yeah. and shows. And this was just such a... A, a, a complete 180 swing from that one. And I just love that we have both of them kind of in the same yeah. time yeah. period. I know that there's a lot of critiques about media, about gay people, about it always being either a coming out story. Like that was the problem with that Kristen Stewart holiday movie that yeah. would have otherwise been pretty good, but it was all totally. about like, like Drama. coming out to your family and you know, that being so everyone being disappointed. And this doesn't even have a single lick of that. They've all been out for like 20 years. Yeah. They all are really sure and confident in who they are, I guess, outwardly, mm-hmm. which is, part of the plot is like how true is that like are you actually right. or not um but it's just like it just is not doing the things that you worry that queer media is going to do or media about queer people not created by queer people is Correct. going to do and beyond yeah. that it also is showing that not every queer experience is the same right that you yeah. have two asian men who have really mm-hmm. different experiences because they've prioritized different things or they've done different things they've chosen mm-hmm. different routes and so from we, and each they other want, and they want different things <laughs> they want they different want, things you know, they present in different ways different. Yeah. so again the representation and they even of this talk was, about that on the ferry so we haven't even gone to the ferry but let's go to the ferry I yeah. love that Noah spent $300 on an Uber from Bushwick. He put uh, it on a Forever 21 credit card because that's the only credit given card to him by Amanda. It's give it so real. It's so, it's real. so real. So he oh, can no. catch the ferry because apparently that's his thing. He's like always super late for the ferry. And on the ferry, we're meeting all of their family. So we're just going to call them the family because they align with the Bennetts. And I they think are it's, the that's family. how I they call themselves family. They call yeah, themselves the yeah. family. So yeah. I thought that Max was so hilarious on the second watching so oh, he's the mary max is mary correspondent. yeah max and he's reading perfect. madeline albright's memoir on the ferry <laughs> give me a max spinoff immediately i want to know his secrets i want to i want to know more about what was happening in, in the woods in max. woods all right because that kind of gives Max a little bit of a dust, hard time. Yeah, I think thou yeah. dost protest yes. too much because he's like, yeah. outside sex is gross. And they're like, oh, like, yeah. Yeah. Oh, like, yeah. Lyme disease is real. Okay. That it, Lyme so disease like... is real. Oh, hey, HBs. I don't know if you've heard, but we have a Patreon. For as little as $5 a month, you get over 150 bonus episodes, most of which include Aaron, videos of regular episodes author hangouts, and so much more. Do you want to hear Aaron and I recap every single episode of Crash Landing on You? What about a little film called Psycho Stripper? Do you want more recaps of ridiculous Thanksgiving and other holiday books and movies? And how do you feel about Naima Simone and I recapping amazing reality TV? 
All of that and more is on the Patreon. There's so much content at your fingertips as soon as you sign up. Seriously, hours and hours. Anyway, it's patreon.com forward slash heaving bosoms podcast if you want to check it out. And of course, that link is in the show notes. Keep being a badass. <laughs> so, but we also meet Luke and Keegan, who are obviously the Kitty. What's her name? Now I'm Kitty and Lydia and Kitty. Kitty and yeah, Lydia and Kitty. Lydia and Kitty. Kitty and Kitty. Kitty and they're like like two peas in a pod, which I really oh. like. Thought was appropriate, and they mm-hmm. care about uh-huh. each other a lot, but they also kind of give. Uh, Noah a little bit of grief all the time which I love as sort of like the Lizzie Kitty Lydia thing of just like they feel like he doesn't get them and he doesn't really think that they're like that smarter together right but they all love each other so much and Noah takes I keep in my notes I used Joel at like half of the time (laughs) so I apologize if I accidentally (laughs) slipped that up but uh, they talk about sort of like the body stuff and also the anti-Asian Mm-hmm. racism that a lot of well Asian men in general experience yeah. about like kind of being desexed, but especially in the day in the gay community. Yeah. So he takes off his shirt and they're all like, you don't have to do that. And they have that conversation. About and he how, says, it doesn't matter. I'm invisible to these people anyway. Right. They don't even know that I'm here. Right. But he's like ripped as hell. Hot. So he took his Hot. method of trying to fit in or feel like he fits into the community more by just having like a fully ripped toned body. Mm-hmm. And he perceives his similarities to uh, Howie as being they're both gay and Asian. But yeah. Howie recognizes that the body stuff is sort of what is very makes different. them have different experiences. Absolutely. And they bring so up smart. the thing which is like super common on hopefully becoming less common as people are understanding how problematic it is. But mm-hmm. the like no fat, no fat. Um, no gay sort yeah. of or not no gay no asian Jesus no Christ. asian yeah thing um on yeah. grinder where it's like they kind of make a joke about how even though i think keegan makes the joke about how even though noah is so ripped he's still two of the three things so like it doesn't really none of these <laughs> yeah. people see you it doesn't really matter right By the way, do we need to give mel like five seconds to just say words about uh joel in the swim trunks in the very oh, very small hey, speedos. I, I thought you'd never ask Noah Speedo. <laughs> let's talk about Noah Speedo go Noah Noah he know. rocks these speedos the whole time that made oh, me actually I'm fall on the ground it was oh. crazy it was yes. they're so tiny and like the whole time I was just hoping hoping something would slip and nothing <laughs> did listen they edited this very well I know so unfortunately she, excellent editing to prevent any oh. and I will also say which one oh no Nat. well i was Which just gonna, i was just gonna say the the camera work could have been gross and overly sexual and it wasn't yes like there were yeah. so many beautiful bodies and very very small bits of fabric and yeah. it could have if, if think about if it was women and if it was like the oh, girls God. gone wild guy filming oh, it no, how gross don't it even been. yeah but, but it was so, so it was sexy and it was sexual but it wasn't sexualized I, like inappropriately yeah. it was, it was I could have with like a little more light in the club scene I'm just gonna say <laughs> I, it I, I that. think so too in the back maybe room. a little bit like, <laughs> part of me is like a like a like a person who can't see far, far very well I was like <laughs> you lifted up your glasses you just like, like the little <laughs> like, yeah, I, I was like what brightness is my TV on right oh. now <laughs> I was like I couldn't they filmed it like the last season of Game, Game of, of Thrones, Thrones, where it's just like too dark to experience. Oh, for serious. Just in the club scenes. <laughs> it was the 
Battle yeah, of yeah. Winterfell up in there. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, then they get so to good. the island, and that's when we meet Erin, which they refer to as the lesbian scam queen of New York. And she bought the house on the island uh, it's after Cho. finding glass in her salad. And, <laughs> and she, she got a tattoo above her vajay that says, all you can eat salad. So. Yes. <laughs> So some of the times Joel or not Joel, sorry, I did it again. I Noah did it too, is uh, doing like a voiceover. So yeah. there are parts where he's like reflecting on stuff. And this is one of those where he kind of indicates that his relationship with Aaron is really special because it's like the closest thing he has to a, mom. a mother. Yeah. So there's like a lot of that. Like he t- is taking this relationship so seriously in general, all yeah. of these relationships so seriously because of the implication of like a rocky family. Yeah. But I like I that they never actually... Like, you know, bring it up. Yeah. yeah. I love that they don't have to like flay his soul yeah, the, open. The right, backstories are there. That, they're implied. Yeah. You see it, but they don't flog it, which is exactly. Nice. We don't need to trash talk his sweet mom. Natalie, do you have anything? I have a question. <laughs> I have a question about Fire Island. Yeah. Okay. They're only there for one week a year. They are. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So obviously this place exists outside of this one week. So then do all of those parties also happen like weekly? I think so because all of them were at specific bars. So I yeah. feel like mm-hmm. each bar has that party. Like a, like a Saturday night. Underwear yeah. Party. Yeah. Or okay. something. So you can kind of cycle through it. Like the ice palace or whatever it was called is always where the underwear parties are. So mm-hmm. if you're looking for the underwear party, you go to the ice palace or tea or whatever. And they told, well, they talk about tea you know, so smart like culturally you know what i mean too and i wasn't sure if like they went this week specifically because for the parties events no. happen or if those events happen weekly and i wasn't sure if i just missed it or i need you all to know that nat asked that question while eating cheese from her cheese pouch yes she's just a multi-talented lady she is she I contains hope I didn't multitudes. come over on audio, but I wasn't worried about it because I ate it anyway. <laughs> it obviously wasn't too big of a concern. Right. Um, but so while we're kind of getting to see the house, which is ador- like such a freaking beautiful house, it's by so the way. Cute. I would always- much rather have that house than any then, of the other fucking yeah, doors. Oh, yeah. end up in like a thing. giant party house later that's totally like modern and sleek and or sterile. whatever. And sterile. Exactly. But Aaron's house is like lush and Cute. like filled with maximalist and Cute. Yeah, maximalism. Just like, but with such a good yard like such oh. a beautiful pool. Um, i'm sorry i think you're plants. forgetting that they don't Pictures. have a hot tub. they don't have a hot tub <laughs> the one downside yeah, um, yeah. but they, they do have an in-ground pool though yeah. and like i understand aaron's like like i don't have any money anymore because they're maintaining an in-ground yeah. pool Seriously. in new york okay yeah. yeah when we were looking for houses that was an immediate nope we're not, yeah. not fucking with that. <laughs> I want Absolutely one not. so badly, but also I, today was great. 97 degrees. So all I can think about is how the next three months are but also going to be. But you would be able to use it all year round yeah, exactly. in that's Illinois true. or New we, York. Can you afford not we to, have Holly? To, yeah. oh, that's what I'm saying, but we have yeah. other people in this household to convince. You get a saltwater pool, then Matt can go in it without a problem. Mm-hmm. And she will Sell that line to me. <laughs> what? Maybe she would. How dare you. I've maybe, dragged maybe. her into pools before. She was not a fan of it. So... In Illinois and in New York, or New Jersey and New York, where all of these people are in this movie yeah. is, you have to close it down every year. Yeah. And that's a fucking pain you have in the to ass. Close I it watch down. my neighbor do it every year and I'm like, that sucks. No, fuck that. Never. No. Never. Mm-mm. But it does give a really great sort of centerpiece because in the in the ver- like in the first couple of scenes we see Noah lose his phone. It like yeah. falls into the pool. Well, and he dives in after it. And let's talk about the importance of that phone being lost yes. because it, you have so to important. to make this work. That, that he can't get texts with the letter. 
He needs to be not yes. with technology. Yes. And let me say, as a romance writer, you need to think about that sometimes. Like, how? What, why does somebody have to just show up when they could just right. text? What's the reason for that? And it's really yep. texting has made it a little harder for some of those plot contrivances. No, so I love that they did that. And the I love the perfect answer. And I'm jumping to the yes. very end, though, when Will says, you know, those are waterproof now, right? Yeah, I know. Yes. Oh, my it, God. So before <laughs> he loses his phone, they, he and Howie do have a conversation about how Noah's not going to sleep with anyone until he gets Howie laid. Like, that's his mission for the weekend. And he's really devoted to that. And then he loses his phone and they're joking with Aaron about how maybe Aaron, their sugar mama, could just like buy him a new phone. And she has to tell them that she actually has to sell the house. Like she has no money. Yeah. The time has come for this house to be sold. And everyone is completely flabbergasted okay. and sad. Can I tell you when Mr. Collins comes and throws them all out of the house. <laughs> so like the Mr. Collins is the big. No, so yes. the, the Mr. Collins is Quibby. Can I tell you the in joke here? Oh. <laughs> she makes the joke that she invested in Quibby. Yes. This right. was developed to be on Quibby. Was it? So that is an I extra. I didn't know that. Yeah, an extra That's little bit of funny. So funny. If you were going to explain to somebody what Quibi, Quibi was. Quibi stands for Quick Bites. It was a streaming app that premiered short-lived. right before the pandemic shut everything down. And it was kind of designed to be like, oh, you're on a commute. You have 20 minutes on the subway. Here's Quibi. Everything is in eight minute increments. And so it was designed for commuters. And then the entire world shut down and Quibi no, folded like two months later. It wasn't even that. No, it was. I mean, that was certainly part of it. But the other part of it was that they were like we have all this like investors and startup money yeah. and all the bullshit so we're gonna we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna throw three million dollars at Chrissy Teigen and we're gonna throw five oh, million dollars right. at like everybody was getting a Quibi show yeah and it was like at the app version of the fire festival it was totally unsustainable yeah because I don't think that they even ended up producing anything like it went they, under no, they so did. fast there were some things that were produced but they they oh. repurposed them for other platforms other like that. sure that's oh, a well, very good really yeah. just I mean, so yeah, her being like Hilarious. I invested in Quibi and this is what it was designed for originally. Ugh, perfect. Okay. Perfect huh? in joke. Hey. I will say, hold on. I will say that up until this point, I was like, uh-oh, I identify a lot with Noah. <laughs> but then when we got to the point where he just declares that he's a slut who wants to make sure everybody gets laid, I was uh -huh. like, oh my God, <laughs> yeah. is he Noah's a melody? <laughs> <laughs> Noah, melody, melody, Noah. <laughs> done this before yeah. and been like no we're getting you hooked up i'm really bad about that i especially make my sister angry when i attempted with her totally because she really thinks i should have nothing to do with her love life which is fair but i am her older sister <laughs> yeah and i'm also incredibly bossy so good luck katie it's not gonna happen and knowledgeable and wise yeah yes. and beautiful also beautiful yes <laughs> Anyway, right, resilient. throughout the, I just need everyone who watches this to really sit with the music choices throughout though. Like yes. every single, there's so many covers of Britney Spears songs or covers oh. of other things that are just like perfectly played out for all of these transitions even. So they're just yeah. transitioning mm -hmm. into the tea dance. Which there's they so just call much the music. Tea. When you watch so to the end music. of the credits, which everyone should, um, you get to see like the whole soundtrack layout and it's, it's like, you're like, wait, I'm waiting to see who did the cover of the second Britney Spears yeah. cover. And I was like, oh, it was Muna, by the way, which we listened to a lot. M-U-N-A. Oh, God, that made it worse. Hold on. Um, and <laughs> We're having some glasses problems. Over just her. loving, like, T-shirt, my glasses with my T-shirt. Totally normal stuff. Um, but, yeah, they you were watching through the end, and you're like, 
How I know. I was just about to grab mine. Movie. Movie. Here's my cloth. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Do you need to borrow one I of those? I think I actually have one somewhere here. It's it's fine. So they do a little bit of like the history of the tea dance, which I thought was also fun, kind of paying like homage to the historical. Yeah. Well, and like dragging experience. the straights along. Also, they didn't yeah. sugarcoat things, and they just kind of were like, "This is how we're doing it. We're not going to right. stand down the edges." But mm-hmm. also, here's some history. Remember, this right. used to be fucking illegal. Here's yeah. some context. I loved it. Yeah. yeah. And then we finally have the meet cute which is one of the best ones ever done because they're all standing as like a group and they see this other group of three super hot guys and fucking they're like staring at them obviously and then the yeah. hot guys are staring back and then charlie who's the bingley facsimile uh-huh. waves he does away such a I, listen i was transported back to academy when i was in 7th grade it was a it was a col- it was a college the camp where where middle oh, yeah, schoolers yeah, yeah. go and a do college for a camp. week yeah i had this crush on this boy named chad because of course that was his name that's how mac feels about chad I, yeah. Agreed. Mac hates Chad. Yeah. And it was like one of the first times that I was like trying out, you know, like how to flirting. be yeah, flirting, <laughs> I guess. How and can I, me as a teenager be sexy for this other teenager? <laughs> oh my God. And like preteen. It's impossible. It oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You were a middle schooler. You're right. So total yeah. preteen. Oh. And there I have a visceral memory of standing at like the, the Coke machine, filling up my, my fountain drink, and then seeing him over there, us making eye contact, him like sort of smiling and then me just going oh no (laughs) I thought it was such a great Bingley move and I truly think that the Bingley both Bingleys are so well casted in this Mm -hmm. yeah because Caroline Bingley is her face I mean his face because it's Connor Connor, yeah. Oh, is that what his name was? Cooper? I think it's Cooper. Cooper. Honestly, Listen, what's he doesn't deserve a name. It's true. It took me until like midway through the second watch where I was like He's the sister. Yeah, he's Caroline. <laughs> he's being such, such an asshole in the best way. It's like, Ugh. I think that I like him as the Caroline more than I've liked any Caroline in any Same. version I've ever seen. Because if you watch his face, he's doing so much like sneering and just like smirking. And mm-hmm. you feel it's the like fake smile. Yeah. yeah the fake smiling. And you feel that anxiety mm-hmm. that you would feel if somebody were acting like that to you in person. I mean, but to Charlie is such a goofy sweetheart with his waving at this crowd of oh. people staring at him. The other Carolines were not able to say I am here to fuck that man. Yeah, so that's back true. That's off. true. So that's I feel like he had a, a really good freedom. Yeah, no, he was great. Oh my god, a little bit more freedom. I was not sexually attracted to Nick Adams in any way. Who's the actor who plays yeah. Cooper? But I would watch him in everything. He was yeah. great. Yeah, yeah. So he was great. really, really good. So Noah's trying to get Howie to go over there. And instead, he is like, no, I'll go over and get drinks and I'll figure out a way to get the whole group over here. Done this yeah. several yeah, times. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. It's a playbook move for oh, sure. Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and so then he gets accosted by a man who has an Asian man fetish. Uh, oh. And it's very uncomfortable for everyone involved. He full-blown says, are you Korean? I have a really good sense for these things. Yeah, you look Korean. Holy ballsack. And then later on, he goes after Howie. Yeah. And he, and so well, he Noah's goes trying after to talk Will. him out of it. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, he definitely, right. But what I, but he goes after Howie and Noah's trying to talk him out of it. And he's like, that man has five anime tattoos. You cannot. 
go home with him. Those are five red flags. Yeah. But in this interaction, Noah grabs Will, who's just walking by to be like, actually, we're together. And Will does not handle it that great. He's kind of like, I don't know what you're talking about. William Darcy cannot. He can't improvise. He cannot Also raise your hand if you were halfway through the second watching of this movie and you were like, (laughs) Will means fist. (laughs) (laughs) It's perfect. Oh, I love it. It took a very, very long time for me to to do all of yeah. this. Yeah. And so myself. he's like, you this is my boyfriend. There. And in mm-hmm. Will's like, I, I don't know what's going on right now. I don't know what's going on. And then on the right guy's right like, now. are you Filipino? I have a sense. And he's like, I am now leaving. Goodbye. <laughs> yeah. For, which is truly the only reaction to people like that. Besides actually yeah, yelling absolutely. at them. <laughs> absolutely. So then Noah comes back to the group and without drinks, obviously, because he had to hightail it out of there. Mm-hmm. And then the Bingley Darcy group starts to leave. And so Noah is, you know, he's not the best with subtlety. And this is something I also identify with. Same. And so he's just like pushing Howie behind them, being like, they're leaving, they're leaving. You You need to talk to them. Does push him down a set of stairs. Have not done that. Have been close. (laughs) Okay. And when Howie gets up, he goes, that happens all the time. time. And Charlie goes, you must have very strong Strong bones. bones. And then he says, just my knees mostly. (laughs) Zing. Okay. This is a movie with a million pop culture references. That was a clueless reference, right? Which Probably. one? I could see it. When when Ty oh, falls when down, she, and yes. now I'm going to be known all night as the girl who fell on her butt. Yeah. To me, it felt yes. like kind of an intentional an clueless to, homage. Well, that there brings some more Austin in there because exactly. that's a right. sensibility. Just a thought. It's what, it's what uh, it reminded me. I of like it. I'm totally here for it. Charlie offers Howie whiskey and says that it'll help, and he knows because he's a doctor. And, and then sure, Margaret, Margaret Cho, Cho goes, is like. <laughs> cover her mouth with their hands because she's so excited that the hot guy who's like clearly kind of a nerd for Howie who waved to the group is also a doctor. Be still my heart with this version of Bingley. Be still. I love it. He's like a golden retriever but not he doesn't seem stupid. He just seems like enthusiastic. Enthusiastic and and maybe also a little naive. Yeah Yeah, sincere and naive. Yeah exactly. I love him. Okay so they're all going to go watch the sunset and they decide to go as a group and they're so Howie and Charlie are trying to like get to know each other and flirt Cooper's being a fucking asshole and he's like so what do you dig at like tell me about your job where you make pennies while we have all the jobs that make so many monies and Noah says he's an attorney like like Christine Baranski in the good fight (laughs) yep the only attorney I trust as well Christine's the only lawyer I trust but it turns out Will is a lawyer and so he they kind of get off on the wrong foot again beyond just Will being like why are you trying to rope me into the whatever scheme you're pulling he's right. also like oh you think that all lawyers are scumbags and here I am just like standing behind you being a scumbag I guess yeah <laughs> can I tell you about Noah breaking my heart in the scene when he says I'm just a nurse yeah. oh my god I know just a nurse just, just a nurse. and like I feel like there's a moment where he tries to walk it back because he's just like you know essential services saving lives like yeah. you know blah 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 but it was it was like so it was so degrading mm-hmm. toward himself at first. Yeah. And yeah. I think 
But I think that that, unfortunately, is just any person who identifies as male in a nursing profession Mm -hmm. in general. I feel Mm -hmm. like our culture is, like, very, looks very much down on anybody who is, like, a male-presenting nurse. Well, yeah, talk Mm -hmm. to any man who's a nurse, talk to any woman who's a doctor, and you're going to get the, could you get the doctor in here? I'm the doctor. Or, are are you the doctor? No, I'm a nurse. You know, there's a lot of gender shit. But especially men in, like, care professions, even teaching, it's just, yeah, or yeah. even being an academic advisor like me, I have, like, of 30 advisors I work with, there's probably, like, six who are men. Mm-hmm. It's just, Oh, my like, God. Can I tell weird. you? I'm so sorry. No, you're when fine. I was When I did daycare. <laughs> what are we even doing here? This is all tangents. <laughs> this, this I feel like this is going to be a three-part episode. Yeah. Chaos <laughs> agents, all of us, okay? So when I was doing daycare, there was a moment where this, um, this like, three, three-and-a-half-year-old girl came to my house, and my son was ex- the exact same age. And so they were playing out, like, different careers, and we were playing out different scenarios and all that kind of thing. And I was like, okay, well, if you were in a hospital, like, what would you be then? And she was like, well, I'm the nurse, and Ember's the doctor. And I was like, really? How Why is, it is so that? Yeah. I know. Three and a fucking half. Maybe. And I was like, really? Why? And she's like, well, he's a boy, and doctors are boys. And I was just like, oh, man, we're working on that. <laughs> yeah. Is what we'll we're going to do. One for later (laughs) we spent a lot of time rewriting those narratives while she was at my house (laughs) tell you that much (laughs) you brainwash her for the better good i did (laughs) (laughs) but this is where we see their first sunset countdown too and they start by just counting it down regularly and then the sun still isn't setting and so they do like one okay point nine point eight (laughs) point seven (laughs) And then the sun finally does go down and they all cheer. And Charlie is like very into the little bit that they're all doing. Charlie is charmed. He's so charmed. He thinks that the whole group is so fun. Mm -hmm. It makes you wonder about Charlie's friend group because he was very, very envious of how everyone has each other's backs, about how everyone's accepting of everybody else, about the in-jokes that they have, Mm -hmm. about all of, all of it. He just loved all of it. And every, all of the rest of his friends were like, Oh yeah. So Cooper and Will. Listener, that was me silently like looking. Doing side side eye. They could tell. They could tell. Yeah. (laughs) The pause was, it has a lot of expression. A pregnant pause. Yeah. That's right. So both of them are like, you know, kind of assholes about it. Will's mostly just awkward as a Darcy should be. Yeah. And later we find out that when they go into a room, Charlie and Will, He's like, Cooper's just a family friend, and I want a real friend here. Like, you're my real friend. You have to be here. And I feel like there's a lot of that for Charlie, where he's he's sort of either gone with the flow and run with these, like, prep school circles that suck. Yeah, he hasn't gotten to make a lot of decisions about the support system he actually wants. Right. He just has, like, kind of found himself in this situation. Mm -hmm. And later on, he says, I've never met anybody like you guys. And then he has to kind of walk it back to be like, I don't mean that. And I just, and I think what he means is affectionate, supporting, giving each other shit, you know. Yeah. 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 Who are just so comfortable with each other because Mm -hmm. they really are. And that's where that platonic chemistry comes from. Like, all of the Bennets are just, like, so in sync with each other. Absolutely. Absolutely. Hey, HBs. I started an Etsy store. Did you know? Right now, it's full of all the St. Vincent items you need. Because St. Vincent is thoughtful and cozy all year round. We've got a book sleeve to keep your books, planners, 
e-readers, or really anything else safe when you're on the go. The inside is fuzzy, and they feel so incredibly lush in your hands. I went round and round with the manufacturers to make sure I had just the right thickness. Those feature art of St. Vincent and Evie during their carriage adventure that was painted by the amazing Mayara Faraz on one side, and then I created a St. Vincent would always wreath on the other side that has a bunch of little Easter egg items in it. There's a St. Vincent would always warm brick enamel pin. It's like, you know, if you know, you know. I designed a special edition marriage of convenience candle that is specific to Devil in Winter with the help of HB Jen at Post Pouring Company. It combines dark amber for St. Vincent and rosewood for Evie. And it smells so delicious. It's hard to even wrap my brain around. So if you want to treat yourself, or be the St. Vincent you want to see in the world by getting a care package for a friend, check out our Etsy store. The link is in the show notes. Okay, so then. (laughs) Now it's party time. (laughs) Yeah, so Howie is like, handshake, very nice to meet you. I guess I will see you around. And Charlie's like, uh, mm mm-hmm, okay. And then they both turn to go away, and Noah's like, get your ass back over there and seal the deal. And like pushes him back. Oh, my God. And Charlie is also turning back so that he can invite them to, like, a small, casual party back at their house. What like is a, Charlie's it's life? like a hot tub party with it's just like some wine, wine and wine. a few What people. is Cooper's life? That's what I'd like to know. Like, what are these folks' uh, I'd jobs, have no interest know? in knowing about Cooper's life. They well, no, he's the one. It was, his, it was his house, right? Yeah, yeah it was his house. house. Yeah. So that's why I was like, what's he doing? I mean, I, I know wouldn't has, mind like, details about his workout. But what are all those cheeses that he has at his disposal. Well, so like, that's I would what like I, to so know when more they about show that. up to the party, it's so, I mean, we're obviously missing a lot of them just being like great friends because they walk together. It's great, Jeez, whatever. You have to watch the movie, listeners. You have to watch the yeah. movie. When we they show up to the party, they clearly have done this before because immediately Keegan is like, all right, you get the snacks, I'll get uh-huh. the drinks. And Ke- Keegan and Luke like spread out. They open the fridge. They're going through shit. They like Kitty and Lydia it hard. Yeah, exactly. Like they're just immediately fully comfortable. They're not feeling yeah. weird at all. And Keegan's great because he's like, bitch, there <laughs> is cheese. Yeah. Yeah. And Luke is like, I could use that cheese as a garnish? Yes. <laughs> Liking that. Luke's decided he's in charge of drinks because he used to be a bartender and Noah goes, you were a bar back. <laughs> <laughs> Semantics. God. So this is our first, this is the analogy to the country party Correct. that, uh, you know, Darcy, or I'm sorry, Lizzie overhears Darcy shit talking basically because noah goes to the bathroom and then starts snooping through all of charlie's stuff to see which meds he's on and stuff he has to find out if he's He's on prep yeah he needs to find out if he's on prep yeah (laughs) this is very important information (laughs) totally and he overhears will and charlie talking about howie but also the friend group in general and basically will thinks that they're all using charlie for his liquor and then about noah he says he's just not hot enough to be that annoying Hmm. Yeah. Such a great 2020 update. Which was a perfect yeah. way to update that. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Oh my God. But like also could be said about me. I was going to say, disagree, <laughs> ma'am. Uh, no. You're totally hot enough to be that annoying. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
but also Will talks about how he thinks that Fire Island is a playground for superficial and vapid morons. And mm-hmm. that's when Charlie talks about how he needs to be around better friends this weekend. Yeah. Because he just went through a breakup the month before. He barely even knows Cooper. He's trying to like be around people he can feel connected right. to. And Will is like, these people are just weirdos. Like you don't need. Yeah. yeah they're just using you. Yeah. And then it's followed by an interaction between Cooper and Keegan and Luke who are kind of being messy. Oh no. Cooper and Howie where Cooper asks Noah where he got a speedo. He's like, is that oh, from yeah. Amazon? And Noah goes, actually it's an heirloom. It's been in my family for generations. <laughs> <laughs> Made me so happy. So oh funny, funny. my God. And Keegan and Luke are wasted. They're like bringing cheese into the hot tub. Luke oh. pukes into a vase. They're oh, like, are I mean, honestly, honestly best life. Yeah. I mean, he knows what he's doing. I just saw yeah. my 20 one year old <laughs> self. Maybe 22. somebody has of course come up to probably each and every one of us and said, it's time to go. And we're holding a household item that we shouldn't be. Oh, completely. <laughs> completely. So I just showed somebody pictures of, of drunk me at that ferret party. I referenced on the podcast a few weeks ago. Yeah. Where I, mean, I, I saw those pictures party. This, these pictures were left on Facebook until this past week. <gasps> and there were pictures of me actually passed out in a bed where my friends had placed small army men climbing up <laughs> over my body. Why am I was not on Facebook? Out. Guys, you have to text Wait, me. I immediately <laughs> took these down. Okay, like, they're not up anymore. These aren't going into group chats. These are these one-on-one were, I showing would like photos. These were them. pictures. These were pictures I myself posted <gasps> on the internet you did? in 2003. Oh. No, 2007. Okay. And, and then I thought like, that was fine. you were still a high schooler. Yeah. No. <laughs> seven and and then thought I should leave them up yeah. for 15 That's years. You know what? Amazing That's I was hard. still hired at multiple jobs with these ones yeah, on you the were, internet. Because you so were. I was doing the hookah version of a <laughs> like a beer bomb. That is what <laughs> proves to you that you are pretty enough to be that annoying. That's right. <laughs> That's I'm not right. saying I'm collecting these in a file to show your oldest child when she's old enough to need leverage. Oh god, but I'm can not, you imagine your it. oldest child seeing pictures of you being a drunk mess there's nothing she how embarrassing more. for her she's like oh, <laughs> she's like, oh my god i will never study harder you don't even know how to smoke a hookah okay yeah <laughs> i can do it way better than you i just feel like her love of enforcing rules would really make your drinking behavior in your early 20s kind of <laughs> uh-huh make her wow. feel a little nuts Anyway, yeah. so they all leave, but they leave Howie in the middle of the foyer holding the speaker and they're all trying to get everyone else home. But Howie's whole conversation with Charlie earlier had been about gays in space, the SNL sketch. Yes. And when I he's watched left, it today. Did you? I haven't seen it. I need to look it up. And when he's in the middle of the foyer with all of these like like abs gay guys, like just nothing but abs and pecs standing rich, around him white staring at abs. him. Yeah, rich they're, white they're abs. They're all the things. Exactly. He's like, so have any of you guys ever seen gays in space? Like he has just no idea how to make conversation <laughs> well, with And the meta people. of, of Bowen Yang Bo being on SNL being and then talking about yes. so great. But also gays in space was probably on when Bowen Yang was like coming. A child. So this yeah. was an right. old, yeah. So this was this old sketch that was, Dang it. Don't know any names. Jason Bateman. Oh. And. Um, oh, he does talk about that. He talks about Jason Fred Bateman. Fred Armisen. Yeah. What? And. <sighs> you can do it. Will you got Carnell. this. Wow. Oh, my God. 
And um, Rachel Dratch okay. and Tina Fey and someone I don't know. Maybe it looked like Fortune Feimster, but I I don't think she was ever a cast member. Or maybe she was just like a supporting. Anyway, they the uh, Will Arnett and Jason Bateman and um, who was the other one? Will Parnell. Is that what I said? Is that Listen, do you mean Chris Parnell? I mean, it doesn't matter. Like we're in any good at names. It doesn't matter. Listen, it was indeed Chris Parnell. Was he it's either not... Will Forte or Chris Parnell. Those guys are kind of. Yeah, you know, they were on the I same time, weren't they? Mm. Chris Parnell, and they were um, gays in space. Oh, and Keegan and um, Keenan uh, Thompson. Oh, cool. Love Keenan Thompson. So the four of them are all gay men, like, like, like stereotypical yeah. media Early gay 2000s, men. terrible Correct. representation. And they are in space, and they, it's hilarious. But then Rachel Dratch and Tina Fey and this other nameless comedian, female comedian are a very butch. Oh. A very butch other team of gays in space, uh-huh. and they're trying to keep their race going, but they need the sperms, uh. and and they're like, but and Jason Bateman is like, that's fine, but we're really not into it, and they're like, it's okay, we have a sper- a semen extractor that we have created, and it's just like an a abs white a white abs man <laughs> that's there to extract semen so that the butch alien race I can continue. Jason Space was 2005 and I believe Maya Rudolph was involved. Oh, oh Maya Rudolph so. sang oh. the theme song and she was like a fembot in like a fembot outfit. By the way, it's way funnier than I just described it. So <laughs> I'm go sure. watch we'll Gaze link in it. Space. Yeah. <laughs> sure, sure, sure we will. I say. It was way funnier. Like I'm doing than I just described it. <laughs> anyway, so Howie doesn't come home that night so Noah goes back to the party house to find him the next morning and Cooper says, oh yeah, your friend was pretty drunk uh, last night. Top no. shelf liquor just hits differently than well. Yes, but also Which is, But also, can I help you? Oh yeah, yeah can I help you? Can I help met you? the night before. Oh God, Caroline. <laughs> Oh my god! And I love, I love that Noah's just like, "Are you serious? It was last night. You saw yeah, my yeah. whole being last yeah, night. I was literally standing right here." And the yeah. funny thing is that when he runs into uh, into Howie and Howie's like sleeping in a bathtub, Howie also says, "I think it was the expensive booze." Yeah, <laughs> and Noah's That's like, "Where science. is everyone? This is not this how science works. <laughs> this is not science." Yeah, those fantastic. <laughs> Okay, but like but it before also that, does. <laughs> before that, before that we is have the hand to do flex, the, water the 2022 hand flex. Hand oh. flex. Because Will tries to, Will comes out in these shorts that are like uh, just a little sweaty. Sweaty. Oh, he's sweaty. sweaty. I think he's maybe been in a, in a saunas. Or working a out. He might have been jogging. He could have been jogging. Yeah. Oh, listen. Ugh. We'll do that, I guess. So he comes out and he's like, hey, listen, I just want to say I'm sorry. And also, like, here's a peace offering. Take your friend this bottle of water. Oh, God. Well, and he apologized for Brayden. And Noah yeah. actually yes. says, you're apologizing for Brayden. Yeah. yeah. Yes. And Will's like, it does not compute. And so he's just like, yeah. you know what? Here's a tip. You can drink the tap water. Fuck off. Yeah. And yeah. he leaves. They're and then, fully sparring. Oh, it's so and it's perfect. Good. It's so good. Okay, and then we get the scene where Bingley checks in on Howie to be like, Which is also How? so sweet. How are you because feeling? Noah and Howie mm-hmm. talked about it a little bit before Will and Charlie walked in, but basically Howie was like, he was hanging out with me, rubbing my back while I puked all night. Like, it felt intimate. It felt special. And you know that that's what Howie's looking for. That's what and Howie wants. Howie wants somebody to be in his corner and to be his partner. And 
like he like uh, Noah says later that Howie's dream has always been to ha- turn a vacation boyfriend and like drag him into the real world. And you see the beginnings of that I mean, here because Charlie all had being, that fantasy. Oh, yeah, totally. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> Charlie's just being <laughs> such a sweetheart. He's so sweet. And he's when so he first walks in, Charlie's like, well, I'm here to check on the patient because he's a pediatrician. And Noah straight face says, well, he's pregnant and he's not raising this baby alone. <laughs> and that's when and, Will, and laughs, Will laughs at the joke. Himself. Yeah, because Will thinks that he's funny. And then he like, tries funny. to button it back up. He's just like. <clears throat> <clears throat> that's so sweet. And then it. Noah invites them all over to dinner that <laughs> night. He invites Charlie over for dinner that night. To think we all had this nightmare. God, I know. I felt so bad for Aaron because I do feel like it would not be outside of the realm of my life where somebody would be like, hey, is it cool if I bring like seven people over to your house later? They're all really rich people with high expectations. (laughs) No problem, right? I need you to know if that happened to me, I would call you immediately. Oh, yeah. Well, thank you. I would much better if it was someone else's house than my own so i'm gonna I tell you there that, for you in a second don't ever move to new jersey because i will <laughs> do it to you will be endless <laughs> i will i'll just be like you know i know a great place his restaurant not house yeah it looks like house, but thing, it's not. my house is never clean so like that's never a safe bet like i will always be able to feed you but i will it will be disgusting no here. like it will uh, not ever be disgusting your house it. it's not disgusting Disgusting. It's okay, charming I have a and lived I have in. a confession to me. Tell me con- everything. Really it's just us. This one time, Sarah was like, Natalie, I'll surprise you and come up to watch Bridgerton with you. And I was like, in this house? <laughs> <laughs> so then I vacuumed my floor. Don't tell Sarah. No! I vacuumed my floor, but then I didn't want her to know that I vacuumed my floor. So you so then threw I some cheeses on there. No, I shuffled all over the floor so you couldn't see the vacuum <laughs> and it wasn't obvious that I vacuumed my floor. I'm surprising you and you can't clean just for Baby, me. I love you so much. Please never vacuum for me. Ever. Okay, here's ever. the thing. I'm never going to tell Sarah that I'm going to vacuum for her. Okay. okay. Don't tell our, her. It's our secret. But listen, it's our okay. secret. When yeah. I got there, Natalie had a tray of snacks there were macaron there was cheese uh-huh. there were salted meats of there was alcohol there i swear to god to be fair i had made that entire plate already for <laughs> myself yeah. so it wasn't like like it wasn't like i surprised sarah with it like i had made it for myself and then i gladly shared it with sarah oh my god i'm in love with you but oh. <laughs> I can't believe how much Prosecco and fancy ass sandwiches I made for myself on Bridgerton release day. Yeah, I was like the queen. I can't believe how many mini quiches I heated up from Target on on release day. The funny thing about making fancy mini sandwiches for yourself, though, is that with tea sandwiches, you're supposed to cut off the crust. But when it's in your own house, then you just have like a bunch of crusts. So first I just ate the pretty sandwiches and then I just used a fork and mashed my mashed all of my edges together yes. and ate them with a, a fork like that. a little yes. like so the sandwich like salad weird, like if you have, sandwich poutine if you yeah. have good tv and snacks and i live within an hour of you i'm just gonna show up so like that's a <laughs> yeah, warning to I all love of it. you uh-huh. i mean i do like that i do like that <laughs> but she will vacuum I will yeah, say, can I? I it I depends mean, on how long it's been since I vacuumed. That's yeah. fair. Honestly, Nat, your your strategy of shuffling all around the floor <laughs> is so much better than mine of throwing cheese its on the floor. <laughs> yeah, your where that came from. Was you're not fantastic for solving that problem. <laughs> I was going to say, my option is just order. a vacuum. <laughs> You also just like a bag of shredded cheese. You just like bring it all over the place. The cats will take care of this. 
<laughs> oh my god, where the fuck were we? Okay, so while they're okay, so they Aaron, go home and Aaron's they tell Aaron. Yeah, Aaron's yeah. like, go to the store, get everything you can, make sure that it's all on sale because it's damaged or whatever. So meanwhile, I'm gonna be are, vacuuming and then shuffling over the yeah, lines. Exactly. <laughs> meanwhile, I'm gonna make sure that no one knows I vacuumed. So while Noah is banging cans against the ground to try to dent the can so he can get a discount, this really hot hottie in some ripped up shorts uh, with a with great these, face, so with charming. These quads wonderful and the, thighs. And the ones oh, that are opposite I hope the quads. that he's not a total shithead in oh, real life. Inside. Oh, yeah. I didn't even think about that. In the show, he is uh, the Wiccan. We'll get there. He's Wiccan. We'll get there. Yeah, he's Wiccan. Wiccan. <laughs> you know that. Yeah. I was like, what is yeah. that guy's name? But uh, one of the most charming things I've ever seen in real life, though. Nope, this isn't real life. Random <laughs> in media. Uh, is when Noah's, Noah's banging the, the things on the ground. And Wickham comes over, whatever the fuck his name is. Zeb? I don't know what Dex. his name is. Dex. You, do you want to know what his name is in real life? Yes. Zane Phillips. Huh. Ooh, I like that. It's got style. Okay. Uh, sure. So <laughs> he, I just think he's hot. So he comes over and he, he comes down and Noah's like, oh my God, this is the most humiliating experience of my life. And then he grabs both the cans. He dents them for him. And then he looks him straight in the goddamn face and he's like, I'm poor too. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I love that shit. It's great. So it's, they're all kind of walking cute. down the boardwalk together. And in the they... Pride and Prejudice twosomes. Yeah, that's they true. They even do the Pride and Prejudice twosomes. They're all paired off. Yeah. And they run into Charlie and Will, who are hanging out, like, on at some bar. And they... It's so clear that Will and Dex know each other and that there is a shitload of tension. Like, they are not having it. And yeah. so Noah, just to kind of, like, needle... Will invites mm -hmm. Dex to dinner. No, no, I'm sorry. I have to back up and tell him about my favorite thing in the movie. It happens the twice. The tiny ice cream the cone? The tiny ice cream cone. <laughs> oh, so my God. Will The Will way manages. Will throws ice cream away. <laughs> Wait, it's, he it throws was it in that scene, too? <laughs> yes, he I missed it in that two scene. Two oh ice my God. You have to watch this movie again now. So, okay, fine. Yeah. You talked me into it. So he's like eating this ice cream cone and he's like, and so he's managing to like smolder and be awkward and tense and horrific over a tiny ice cream cone. And then just to needle him some more, Noah looks at him and he's like, hmm, I never pictured you as like a, a teeny tiny little ice cream cone man. <laughs> yeah. And he just, he just throws it off to the side like Aaron threw that muffin. Yeah. Like Aaron threw that muffin. He, he <laughs> eats it. He eats, he eats it out it. of his life. And he goes, it was melting. Yeah. God, I so love him anyway. so much. Okay, y'all quickly, yeah. I'm on Zane Phillips' Instagram right now. Yeah. It is not, not like... His character's Instagram. His character's Instagram. <laughs> oh, oh my God. A little bit. It's, yeah, Melody's like, there's I better no, take like, a look for science. It's <laughs> I'm a researcher. Until, like, scandalously, like, or not scandalously, there's no, like, um, there's, seasonally appropriate nude photos. Like, no, there's a uh, lot of stop Asian hate and Black Lives Matter. Yeah, there's like, no those Black Lives Matter signs covering his dick. Oh, that, that, was, so quite that was that also, bad. Not quite that was that also bad. great characterization for them to have be, like, just very subtly, like, look at what an asshole this guy is and just show an Instagram that's filled with like thirst traps for good causes which yeah. is just like the yeah. ultimate like performative wokeism in the whole yeah, entire yeah. world like he's just a buff guy and then the he's payoff just, joke at the end is perfect uh, it's oh. so great okay it's so good it, on this post from august 27th of 2021 he's wearing a cowboy hat and he has a mustache he says sorry to those who want less rodeo core but i think this is my personality now <laughs> and 
I just support I just support him in all of his things. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all right. We're team Zane, apparently. Yeah. Sure. Not as a character. He's such a good Wiccan. <laughs> He's such a good Wiccan. So, so Will now and Charlie and Cooper all show up, and this is where Noah is reading Alice Moreau Monroe. <sighs> this is where Alison Bechtel changed the Bechtel test mm-hmm. to specifically include this movie because of them discussing <laughs> this mm-hmm. series of short stories and being so this is your favorite. I, I know that Sarah loves this moment, but my favorite moment of the scene is when uh, Will picks it up and he's like, oh, whose is this? And Noah's like, oh, that's mine. Uh, I already blazed through all the animorphs. Like he's so <laughs> defensive about having this like true literature that he's reading because he he knows that Will thinks he's like kind of a dummy or, yeah. or he assumes yeah. that he thinks that Will thinks he's kind of a dummy. Tell us everything, Sarah. Okay, Sarah, lay it on me. Uh, I don't even know where to start with this. I mm-hmm. don't even know where to start. Now, understand, my day job, I'm a college professor. So mm-hmm. when I say Will is giving stern brunch daddy college professor vibes here. Yes. Yeah. And he just he's like, so what's your favorite story? And here's here's my proposition. Friends, listener. Mm-hmm. When when Noah says it's powers, Will makes a face that clearly is that is my favorite story, too. Yes. Right. Like 100 percent. That's he's his a favorite little story. Like, yeah, he's like, that's weird. Me like, too. He is, yeah, he's. Yeah, he's he's into it. And then they start arguing about the meaning of it. Like, is are the powers literal or are they not? Mm-hmm. And Will's kind and of a dick about it. But again, in that like stern professory kind of yes. way where I was yeah, just like, is like he a Socratic method? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but no, just a lawyer. Um, yeah, but he just like he sort of just keeps pushing. Yeah. Like, he'll just push back a tiny bit. And, and Noah's that, like, why are we fighting about this? My, 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 I think this, this is probably is... my favorite exchange of the movie, which is, why are we fighting about this? It doesn't matter. And he says, it doesn't matter. And so Noah's like, so let me win. Yeah. And Will says, okay, you win. Yeah, and but he, he just crosses his win. arms when he says it. He crosses oh, his arms and, and t- says, okay, <sighs> you win. And the voiceover is Noah saying, okay, how am I mad and, and horny. Also horny. <laughs> and at that point, I was like, is this my favorite Darcy Lizzie pairing? Because I think that this is this when is, I realized it. This is such a, th- that's going to be their dynamic for the rest of their yes. lives, right? It's going to be like bratty Noah mm-hmm. and stern Will and just oh, the affection on this both sides. This is why I'm so surprised that Nat did not just like completely fall for this, for this Darcy. Yeah. Hmm. I'm complex. Okay. I'm, yeah, true. You can't always surprise. There wasn't enough facial hair. <laughs> yeah, that's probably accurate. It might have been that he was just too skinny. He's too mm. smooth. He's too no, smooth. No, it's, I was going to say it's not the facial hair. It's the... It's actually probably it's true. <laughs> He's too much like a there seal. There was not a chest hair. There was not even a single in this chest hair. Thank God. <laughs> yeah, in this whole movie. Actually, I think Dex had some hair. I'm glad yeah, we Dex have some, Yeah, I'm glad we have some chest hair, you know, lover and loather representation here <laughs> because I was very happy all movie. <laughs> yeah, there was a lot. It was there was something for everybody. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but then Keegan and Luke show up with Dex and they're like both hanging off of him. Like he's the hot commodity and they say, okay, we're going to go inside and play some games. And Will's like, we don't play games. We're adults. And Noah's like, all right, Howie, turn on 60 minutes. Which I thought was also <laughs> such a great exchange. <laughs> and what's the name of that game with it? I know I've played it a thousand times. Is it Celebrity? Celebrity. Celebrity. Oh. Okay. I think there's I, a specific app that does it. There is. I don't know what it is, though. I have a confession. I would not have gotten Marissa Tomei from that. This is oh, not Natalie really? talking. No. This is Sarah. 
Like, <laughs> no, I would never have gotten any of these. No, this is not a game for Natalie to play, no. but it was a game for there to be like a lot of really great homage to like sort of like queer icons mm-hmm. because Marissa Tomei in that role. Yeah, <laughs> that is something that one character literally says to another after they're doing this elaborate mm-hmm. Marissa Tomei like pantomime or whatever. Um, and while they're all fighting over how he should have gotten that it was Marissa Tomei because Will is just like a stick in the mud. He doesn't get it at all. He's guessing all of these things and everyone's like giving him grief about it. Yeah. Dex and Noah leave the room to go get a drink. <gasps> and Dex tells Noah that Will is like super judgmental about Dex's only fans. Mm-hmm. That he's just like he thinks he's better than everyone else, which is just confirming everything that Noah already thinks about Will. Which is also a perfect update perfect yeah mm-hmm. perfect fucking perfect, perfect. yeah because you and see like the thing that he's criticizing about will is true to noah and completely believable yeah and it's something that's like not a full deal breaker but it confirms what your worst thoughts are so of course you're not yes. going to give him a second chance well, and i love that dex is still kind of shitty because he's like i have an only fan but it's just like pictures it's Which not like, yeah i'm not like trying so, like, to be a even, porn star yeah, right yeah. Even so even that. in his like in his freedom of sex work, he's still being judgmental about sex workers. And yeah. that is also not really what Noah's all about. Like Noah's not judgmental about the OnlyFans at all. No. At no, all. He doesn't give a shit. But also no. it's such foreshadowing to be like, I'm not trying to be a porn star and then having the villainous thing be so yeah. related to that. But anyway, and so it's th- also perfect because he's so arrogant that even so in the arrogant. the year of our goddess 2022, when everybody Googles everybody, if fucking immediately, he yeah. says, I'm on OnlyFans, but it's only pictures when Noah could pick pull up that OnlyFans and find well, out. Well, Noah exactly can't because he doesn't have there. a phone, which is oh, probably that's also, the thing. That's the only reason great time for him to not have a phone. He that's absolutely the only reason. would have pulled up his OnlyFans if he'd had access to a phone. Absolutely. Oh god, that's fucking brilliant. I didn't even I didn't realize that. You have to get rid of the phones. That's like oh, the new you have to thing. for the story. You, just yeah, get rid really of do. you do. Anyway, so Aaron interrupts to tell them that dinner is served. She tells oh, a hilarious. Did we say? Yeah, because they're like making out, and Aaron sort of like walks in to be like, "Dinner's ready. Dinner is served." Yeah, <laughs> she she tells a really funny story about using a flip phone flashlight oh. to check somebody for crabs. Oh. In a bathroom. Some people we met at was it Red Lobster? Red Lobster. Red Lobster. Here's the thing: the first time I watched it, I thought she said flip flop. The, <laughs> the light on my flip flop, and I was like, "What wow. year were there lighted flip yeah. flops?" Don't but you also remember? like, I'm into it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so very the, useful. The cinematography yeah. in this dinner scene is oh. so beautiful. Like, there's so much of it that I just felt like I was really there or at least like I was nostalgic for something I've never experienced which was mm-hmm. dinner with these specific people mm-hmm. like I felt like I wanted to be there so badly and yeah. so does Charlie and that's when Charlie's like you're all just so different from anyone I've ever met and then he kind of mm-hmm. explains like that it's not it's because of thing. the way they look or whatever it's a good thing he's yeah. super into it and this is also the sad. moment I know this is also the moment where Will sees a different side of Noah because all he's seen is like the bitchy biting comebacks. Yeah. And Noah's just like, yeah, we really love it here. And that's why it's going to be really sad because this is like the last summer and he gets a little bit choked up. He gets a little nostalgic. Yeah. And Will is just like, you can see it from across the goddamn table. Oh, yeah. (laughs) There is eye contact. Well, so that's uh, another thing about the profile that I read of Joel Kim Booster is that the reason that they 
cast Conrad to be that love interest is because he was the only actor that they that they did a chemistry reading that Joel was like visibly uncomfortable. Flustered. He, flustered he was like him. he was like flustered by really? Conrad because he's a babe and he's got that well, voice. And, and he, he's yeah. And they wanted to cast great. a white man for the will role. So you would have the race as well as the class oh, issue. Right, right, so right. the conversation at the end could be an explosion about race and class rather than just like you're rich and don't understand but their me. chemistry was just perfect just perfect and so they, well, they no, actually but it also it. kind of the, but there is commentary on that yeah, coming yeah, totally. from the mother of two half and half kids like yeah there is commentary when i don't remember who Somebody, it is they're like oh cooper his mom's even. white oh no yeah. no it's not cooper no it is cooper it yeah is cooper. Oh, i think the his mom's asshole. white as anyway yeah it is yeah cooper his mom's white anyway so like it doesn't really even count yeah like that like like he gets a pass from that that oh it's fucked anyway it was the app is called heads up oh yes of course it is sorry i've I've been really working on it over here i think there's a kid version of it too it's fun yep it is really fun but just like those people i will become an immediate monster oh yeah i like to pretend like i don't have a competitive streak a mile wide but i do i do and it's ugly it's loud (laughs) yeah Shocking. And then sometimes I know. Holly will just end the game in the middle of the game. That was not one time. Done. <laughs> Holly, what did you do? It was just like all of the cannabis gummies had hit at the same uh, time. And I was like, I can't keep track we of these. We were in that anymore. game, ma'am. We were yeah. in it. Fair. She was Holly like, wasn't. This game Holly was just no, like, I'm done. I was like, she was just like we're going to bed. This game needs to be over. Yeah, I, I did that, that the other night, Holly. I brought back a bunch of edibles because I went to Oregon. And I, had, I did find out that I mistook poison ivy for or any other plant and I did cover oh, myself in no. poison ivy and when oh, I found no. out what an idiotic mistake I made I was like so I was like legitimately upset because it's yeah. so dumb and Michael was like why don't you just why don't you just grab an edible and just like not do anything tonight <laughs> yeah. why don't you just not unpack not podcast not do no. anything it's a great edible, solution Especially poison ivy is the worst. It's, it's been, so terrible. It was a it was a rough five days until we got Ooh. that prednisone. That's why in my Max body. won't have sex in the forest. In addition to ticks, it's honestly, will we have Team Max on that? Well, it's true. <laughs> as far as we know, he does protest quite a bit. I bet he's about careful. Yeah. I bet he carefully oh, chooses his careful. spots. Just put yes. your put your hand. Choose a tree. Put your hands against that tree. And you're ready to roll. Good to go. I want you to write an entire like blog post on sex and safe the, uh, sex in nature. sex in the woods. This is how you make your two passions merge, Natalie. <laughs> Taking notes for my next book. <laughs> Taking notes. <laughs> All right, that's it for this week. We will be back next week to finish up part two of Fire Island. And until then, keep being a badass and love yourself as much as you love being hot enough to be that annoying. Because let me tell you, listener, you are...
Hey, you. Yes, listener, you. Are you loving the show? If so, please leave a rating and review in your podcast app. The 90 seconds you take to say something nice not only helps new people find the show, but it makes me super smile over at HBHQ. Also, I've had a few people ask, and the answer is yes. We are still doing the five-star bribe. If you leave us a review with five stars, then we'll do whatever book you want. We're real, real deep into the list, though, so it might be a while. Ah, Lilas! Okay, back to the show.